So we thought today we would have a bit of a chat about weird shit that our toddlers are doing. Hello, and welcome to the Parenthood Pod, where our lives and stories aren't perfect, but very real. I'm your host, Leonia Kidanor, and every week I will bring you conversations that aim to smash the stigma on struggles we face as parents. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Real, real, real talk. Liv, so good to have you back. What was this action? <laughs> I was just checking I looked good. <laughs> Making sure the light's right. No. It was a bit too close, but the light is fine. I feel like, oh, summer shine is coming. Yeah, no, good to have you back. Good to have a chat with you again. What's the heart? Oh, real talk, my therapy sesh. Hey, everyone. <laughs> So, uh, so what's uh, what's been keeping you busy? Talk to me. Uh, I'm not as invincible as I thought. I got COVID and did not plan it overly well or coordinate very well with my family because I decided to get it and get it really well. Like was actually quite sick. Oh. No one else got it until seven days later. So just oh. as I was coming out, Harry got it. Oh. Uh, uh, Mark and Tommy thankfully escaped it, but you know, as any parent would appreciate, when you don't do it together, mm. having a couple of weeks at home, tag teaming, oh. not fun, not fun. So, what do you do? Because you okay, so you just had it. So, were you responsible then for Harry, um, to the little two year old, and to look caring for him? Yeah. So, you know, that was just the annoying thing, right? Like, you know, taking time off work. You know, I was sick, that was fine. You kind of just deal with it. But then to not be able to get out of the house, well, obviously I could leave once I was past my period. But then to just have Harry at home and him not being able to go to daycare and he was super sick too. So it was just friggin' annoying. But I feel like the sun is shining. We've made it, people. All of these bugs that have been so torturous for just about every single family, we made it. It's a distant memory now. Now, now we just need to not fracture bones, which is what. Oh yes, pass <laughs> all. Oh god, I feel like yeah, it's one thing after another, isn't it? If it's not COVID, it's gastro. If it's not gastro, it's someone oh. breaks something. So basically, oh. my my reality for the last two weeks has been yeah. So the boys decided to be acrobats. I think they were trying to like climb on the cart and then like jump off it or something. I don't know. Four year old Noah was trying to rehash to me exactly how his brother fractured his leg because I was not in the room. But long story short, I think, yeah, Charlie's like, you know, the two-year-old's kind of gotten up on the cot. Noah, the four-year-old, slammed into him and then Charlie has fallen back onto his leg. Um, Okay, so I feel like this is so second child kind of parenthood behaviour. But, like, I was like, oh, you're right, mate, get up. You'll be right, mate, yeah. Harden up, harden up. He's like screaming. He's a lollipop. He's right. (laughs) <laughs> he's screaming and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe. Like that's a pretty next level scream. And I'm like, I move his foot oh, and I move his knee. And I'm like, no, neither are like making him jolt, you know, with pain. And so I was like, I reckon, you know, maybe he's just really tired. So we just kind of, you know, gave him a bit of milk and like, I don't know, bad parent over here, but like just kind of like put them to bed and we're like, okay. 
Then the next morning we wake up and he can't bear any weight on that leg. And I went, oh dear, now we're dealing with something a little bit more serious than what I'd sort of hoped for. Um, so yeah, just a bloody nightmare to be honest. So we went to the Austin, um, they put a cast on him and then, you know, you and the two-year-old, they, they don't have crutches. It's not like they can still move around. So you're carrying them everywhere, right? Oh, can you and he, I bet he's bum shuffling. Bum shuffling, <laughs> like, oh. He's like, starting to get creative with his. Yeah, strategies to Big get across time. the room. Big yeah. time. It's amazing how, like, yeah, wow. like nimble they can be when they want to. Yeah. He's two yeah. weeks in. He's got the cast now for another three weeks, according to the specialist that I saw this mm-hmm. week. Um, and they've kind of like redone it, the cast, and like kind of put it all the way down to his foot now because I was feeling like he wasn't recovering as quickly as he could have been. And so, but the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is he went to daycare for the first time on yesterday, on Friday, um, which was just a godsend because he was he was oh. comfortable enough now with the new cast, and he was kind of like oh. missing his friends and sh- bum shuffling along and sort of semi-crawling too that I just took him and he lasted the whole day and he loved it. So how have you been coping? Have you been taking him out to site for work or oh, have you just well, been juggling? Oh, it's so a nightmare. Oh, it's a nightmare. So for those listening, I'm in property, um, property development and construction. And so I just couldn't risk taking him to site because he would have mm. had to sit on sawdust, yeah. you know, while yeah. we're, there's machinery everywhere. So I've just, yeah. um, fortunately, like I took a week off working from home. And then I said, I finally said to Jules, like, mate, uh, hubby, you're going to have to take a day or two off because this is too much on me. So, you know, God bless him. He did two days at home as well. Um, And we've sort of juggled it that way, but it's just, it's been so Mm. testing on everyone in the household. Um, the good thing now is though, is that no one knows not to jump on the couch, not to jump on a bed, not to, cause he's like, oh yeah. Cause I used to be like, don't jump on the couch. Don't jump on the bed. You can fall over and break your leg. And then that happened. You don't want to go to hospital. Tommy's <laughs> terrified of hospital. I have no idea why. It's really? not like a thing, but yeah. like, yeah, I threaten hospital all the time. And then yeah. that's enough. Yeah. Is a um, okay. It hadn't Sorry. been enough for us, but now it is enough because no one now it will be. Yeah. <laughs> I see where you're coming from here. But yeah, anyway, long story short, no. it's just we'll get there. But for those of you, and look, to be honest, I thought, Jesus, I, what a privileged situation to only have, you know, limited amount of time in which my child's not mobile. I mean, imagine the parents out there who are dealing oh, with this on yeah. an ongoing basis or, you know, um, it's just, you know, so you kind of perspectively only, yeah. but still it has been yeah. quite difficult. Yeah. So. So we thought today we would have a bit of a chat about weird shit that our toddlers are doing. (laughs) So basically we did an episode a while back. Everyone go, oh, I can't, I should have probably pulled up the episode, but we did do one called Does Your Toddler Do This Too? Where we reeled off a couple of weird things that our toddlers are up to. And now our toddlers are, what, nearly Nearly four, nearly four, four. Nearly two, yeah. call it. Yeah, so yeah. I thought we could do a little bit of um, an update on uh, <laughs> the weird shenanigans that we're experiencing in our households. So, oh, my gosh. Talk to me. Well, the last time I think we recorded, I think I was telling everyone about Tommy's pocket finish, mm. so he would only wear hoodie jumpers with pockets. Uh, I'm really pleased to say we're through that. And oh, it's good. so... Nice thinking about that with a second child now that Harry's starting to do some really batshit crazy stuff. He only likes to wear the same top. So I'm constantly washing this weird, like, next brand 
really plain grey long sleeve top that's got a helicopter with a crocodile flying it. Like he just thinks it's the best thing ever. Anytime I try and put something else on him, he screams blue body murder. So half the time he's just not wearing a top now because (laughs) it's dirty. He can't wear it. So sorry, mate. Uh, What's Tommy see now? Tommy sees costumes. Uh, He's maybe got a bit of his mum's theatrics about him. He, uh, yeah, I've told everyone before, he's quite a shy, considered kid. But, boy, put a costume on and he becomes the real Batman, Does the real Spider-Man, the real construction worker. But the problem is mum's dad's helped me out. He'll only wear the costume for 30 seconds. Then he has to put the next costume on. Oh, so if we're working from home, he'll just keep bringing them in. I'm like, mate, so we've, my, I have one hack. I've started an alarm. You know, he has to wear it for five minutes. The timer counts down before he can put his next costume on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does he get it with the, with the alarm? Like, does that register for him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's everything's five minutes. So okay. you know, five more minutes, please. Five minutes, five yeah. minutes, five minutes. Although yeah. we were at the park before I said five more minutes, he said 60 minutes. And I was like, what? Where did you get 60 minutes from? <laughs> no chance, boy. This is like I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the timer countdown has been an awesome hack for okay. anything that we are starting to fight about. And uh, parent hack here. Uh, just put it at one minute. They don't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just five minutes. That was five minutes, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for five minutes. Yeah. I got one minute. All right, let's go. <laughs> so wait, he'll wait and he'll understand that when it starts going yeah. off, that when it's time the, to go or move on to the next. Yeah. Move wow. on to the next task okay. or time to leave the park yeah. or whatever it is that we're negotiating on because yeah. as anyone with a yeah toddler knows that every single thing is a negotiation. Absolutely. Life as <sighs> toddler parents. Um, oh, my God, that is hilarious. What is with your children and, like, particularities around, like, clothes? Like it's so very, oh. very. And Harry is so, like, you know, the top. But yeah. even some pants, like pants that he's worn for yeah. the last six months, he now refuses to wear. Like anything, like everyone will know, I love stripes. Like my kids are constantly in blue and white stripes. Like I think it's because I'm such a long supporter, I think I've decided. Like it's just like in my <laughs> in the mind. Um, anyway, no, nah, I wear it. He has to just wear block colours and screams and screams and screams and we'll take it off. Like, it's just mad. So if Tommy's at daycare and Harry's at home, Harry will go into Tommy's room and put Tommy's clothes on. It's strange. Really? Like, yes. Okay. Very strange. He's a strange cat. My kiddos are not that. I'm like just whacking things on them in the morning. They're like, oh. yeah, whatever. I just want to, you know, go play with my Lego now, Mum. No. Like it's so like, but hey, they change every day, don't they? So you know, definitely tech works these yeah. kids. Yeah, yes. right. What are your two up to? Okay, so I want to know before I um, embark on this story: Have your children done anything like you know, drink? or take anything that's, like, not good for them. Like, you know, we're talking, you know, too much. Like a sip out of my wine glass? Is that where you're going with it? That too. (laughs) (laughs) Anything a little bit, you know, on that level or not quite so much? Um, No. I know of. I mean, okay. wouldn't surprise me if they're doing it without me knowing. (laughs) Uh, I reckon they've already wised up that I often come back into the kitchen and there's a whole lot of rustling and, like, gotcha <laughs> moments. 
like, what are you doing? Get out of there. Yeah. So um, do you have a story, Leah? Okay, so yes. I, there was a moment, there was a moment of like silence in the house. And I thought, oh, this is fucking bliss. And then I was like, no, 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 actually something's up. So no, no, I, up, they're in sure. the bedroom, like rustling around, as you said. And so I open the door and they're both like, <gasps> and then they drop the bottle of, you know that. Is it? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but the Prospen, Prospen, um cough medicine. It's like oh, yeah. you can buy over the counter. Oh, not not yeah. over. Um, oh. Yeah, the, the stuff you can just purchase from the pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah, they love the taste medicine. of it. Yeah. Oh. And it was sitting on top of my like tall boy kind of cabinets, right? Yeah. I put it up there. And I was like, oh, that's so high up. They're not going to get to it. Somehow they were you know, being acrobats on the cot once more. This was a few months ago, actually. And um, Noah's reached for the cough medicine, managed to unscrew the lid and neck the whole bottle. So <laughs> they've dropped the bottle. I don't know if he's given some to Charlie and they're sharing. I'm like, oh, my God. I just How is this the first time I've heard this story? <laughs> oh, my God. My literal face is in my palm right now. Like, what? I was like, okay, so I'm. What did you do? Poison hotline. Okay, hotline, right? So I'm like shaking, like Jules is, you know, and Noah's like happy as Larry. He's like, that was really yum, mum. And Charlie's like sniggering, thinking it was hilarious. No one's understanding the sense of urgency other than Jules and myself. So uh, Jules is with the kids. I'm like calling the hotline and they're like, I'm like, no, no, it's the cough medicine. Yeah, he drank the whole bottle. Yeah, yeah, it was virtually full. And the nurse nurse is like, you know, does he, is he any symptoms and reeling off symptoms? I'm like, he's like, they're skipping around. I was like, uh, no, he seems pretty happy to me. Long story short, they got me onto this other, um, you know, I was forwarded to this um, special hotline to do with like medicines and stuff. And they said that that is actually just full of a lot of like sugary stuff. And that really, they'd probably experience a bit of diarrhea from it, but that would be the end of it. I need to see the doctor. It's like, thank God. So for you out there who are giving your kid that cough medicine, uh, it's Bospin, I think. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Don't freak out if they drink the whole bottle because like it's still alive so <laughs> but like Jeez. a moment of like how uh, terrifying yeah really so are all the medicines under lock and key oh, now i don't even have and literally talking about like that tall boy cabinet that we have in there yeah. i had this beautiful i was gifted this sort of george jensen money box which i'd put coins in right so it's yeah. nice and heavy yeah. and it's yeah. like that kind yeah. of um stainless steel and yeah. there was one time again acrobats and this was before the cough medicine incident that Noah goes up there to grab the money box it falls literally about three centimeters from the tall boy to the ground I think three centimeters from Charlie who was yeah. on the ground oh. just under the tall boy. Now, had that hit his head, we oh, would have been having a very that. different discussion. Like, mm. and at that point, I went, okay, nothing sits on this like yeah. cabinet other than you know every now and then like a medicine bottle or something. But now we don't even put that up there. It's completely bare, other than actually Sam the sheep, the little light torch thing that we yeah. put it like, that yeah. sits up there, and they don't seem too preoccupied by it. But you've just got to be so careful. Like, yeah. these kids are going to yeah. get into everything. So and they're into it and it's almost like they know and or they can't see and they want to get up there not thinking that they're being naughty or going to hurt themselves or 
like um, crazy, no. crazy stuff. So I just, you know, and, you know, it's so easy. Like I'm, in, I'm sure there's so many stories out there of, oh, my kid, you know, drank the dishwashing liquid or my kid, you know. So all this stuff, it's like lock and key. I never realised how, yeah, unsafe dishwashing mm. tablets are. So, like, I've always had them under our sink, under the sink right? The same. Like, and if the boys were to get into that and, yeah, suck yeah. on one, like, that's deadly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're little things and, you know, I caught myself saying, you know, months ago, well, yeah. they never open it. Like, it's fine, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But you just got to catch yourself and go, takes one time, that's one time, and that's it. That's like, right. you just, yeah. Oh, you got to be so, it's like, I mean, cleaning and moving things around and a bit of inconvenience when you're trying to get it down each time. It's, yep. you know, it's a no-brainer. Oh. A hundred percent. I had another one. I okay, go, so, because uh, in preparation for this, I was like, I'm going to write down a few funny things. Like, it's funny. Like, we go through our lives just like, yeah, just the chaos that is, you know, parenthood. And then, like, as soon as I was mindful of this episode, I'm like, I'm going to jot a couple of things down. And there was just so much weird chaos that I'm like, oh, I, we just, like, have totally normalized this as just, like, oh, another no. day in the life. Okay, so this one, I think you'll appreciate this. So, okay, so I'm I'm in the house. I'm like, you know, I've got Charlie at home with me. This is before he fractured his leg. And, um, but recently, and he kind of swaggers up the stairs and I'm noticing he's got something in his fist and he's swaggering up and I see him and I'm at the top of the stairs in our room doing some work. So I look over, he's coming towards me. He's like so proud, like, you know, proud as punch. Mom, mom. And I'm like, oh, what have you got there, Charlie? And he's like, look. And he like puts his fist in front of me and I'm like, is that Play-Doh? And then I'm like, that doesn't look like Play-Doh. And then I look at it. I was like, I don't know what you're about to say. Oh, my God. His nappy is off. And he's like, look, look. Look, mommy, I'm seeing this schlock. (laughs) And because it walked all the way up the stairs, he dropped some across the staircase in a trail all the way up through the carpet to get to me to show me the goods and I just went are you joking child and he was so happy and I was like okay we need like I was like I don't even know where to start with this we just like get someone to sub in and deal with this with me because I just can't right now you in the shower, don't move. Like, what are you going to do? And so, like, so I bless him. The four-year-old is like, I'm like, no, I, you'll never guess what happened. I hope Jules was like, home and you just, like, could delegate that task. It wasn't. So I had Noah, the four-year-old, I'm like, Noah, you're on poo watch. Go up the stairs and show me where all the poo is. Mm. So he's trying to find trails of poo and I'm trying to find, and Charlie's in the shower and I'm just like, I, we need to make sure this does not become a habit. Because you know, really how long ago was this? Out of literally interest? three weeks ago. Like, um, it's it's really interesting. Like second child, like Harry's doing yeah. this too. Like taking really? his nappy off, he wants to wee or do his number twos in the mm. toilet, like Tommy. Mm. Like, and I reckon I'm not too far away from this kind of incident too. Like, yeah, loves the idea of nappy off and yeah. Being like a big just, boy, just that's just terrifying. Being a big boy. You're not ready, mate. You've got yeah. no control over this. 
<laughs> it's true though, because Charlie's the same. You always point to the toilet and be like, "Oh, can I? Like, you know, I want to use it." Yeah. Actually, finally, yeah. um, so we I did this bonds campaign recently, um, with Noah, my four year old, and it's a parents group, right? And so they basically interviewed us for an hour about lots of different topics, including the poo topic, right? So anyway, they basically they've um interviewed I don't know ten parents in total, and every week they are doing a reel, um, on Instagram and social media with like clips of um parents responses about a topic so anyway Mm. um, they recently um published one about poo and it only came out recently so I was watching it and okay get this for a story so one of the mums has twins and she goes my oh my weirdest poo story um okay yeah it would have to be the time when the twins were out the backyard they one of them took their nappy off and the other one and then they were trying to do that one was trying to do a number two and the other one was like I'll catch it so they oh. <laughs> Try to oh, I like poo stories. I could talk about poo stories all day. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Like life with twins or life with children? Like what they come oh. up with? Like you can't make this shit up. Like how hilarious! Kids love poo and farts <laughs> and wee and as much as I do, I just love it. Oh. Like <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, so, you know. Oh, totally. Uh, maybe it's a maybe it's a boy mum humor thing as well. I wonder if the girl mums are experiencing because that she had boys as well. The twin mum. I don't know. I just right. hear a lot from the boy mums, but yeah. I'm sure girl mums probably have similar similar stories. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm very sure of that. <laughs> um, what else? Anything quirky that's happened in your household? Oh, I mean, our household is probably as random as everybody else's. Yeah. I, the thing that just brings me so much joy at the moment is just bath time and the nudie dances. Oh, uh, so uh, you, you just can imagine the two little boys just shaking their <laughs> booty and really just getting acquainted with things that move yeah. uh, on their body. And I'm yeah. like, well, see this. I hope do this at kinder because they're going to be asking an awful lot of questions about your dad. <laughs> So cute, like, so random because we didn't. I didn't grow up with boys, yeah. So I've got two sisters. I know you've got a brother, but I've got two sisters, and really, I didn't have anything to do with boys till we were like, I don't know, I lived like sixteen when we started being like, all oh, boys are actually alive and well, and maybe we want to kiss them. Like that was my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seeing little boys grow up is just mind blowing to me. I don't know. Like, did you uh, did you experience this stuff with your brother? Do you remember, or is it all kind of new to you? Do you know what has, like, really surprised me, like, how laddie some of the boys are? And mm-hmm. by laddie, I kind of mean prankster, jokester, mm-hmm. bit banterish. Like, Mark, when he goes to pick up Tommy from daycare, there's a, there's a couple of boys who'll be like, hey, Tommy's dad, you've got no hair. You're a bongo head. Like, what? <laughs> I just think that's the funniest thing. It's so cheeky and naughty that they, and then Mark came home the other day and he's like, what they sent to me today? I said, oh, honey, you're probably going to need to talk to me. You're being bullied. The comment on last week was, hey, Tommy, your grandma's here. (laughs) And Mark walked through the door. Oh, my Hilarious. Hilarious. I don't know. They've just chosen Mark and going after him. They just know he's a soft target. Bless but yeah, really funny to just see this level yes. of humor starting to kind of play out at 
the age of three and a half, four. Isn't that crazy? And, like, the confidence on them as well to, like, picking oh up to an adult, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, anything goes. And, and Tommy and- being, you know, so kind, he's like, that's not very nice. You have to be nice to my dad. <laughs> I was speaking of friends. You mentioned this a um, few episodes back, and I'm experiencing this as well. The you're you're not my best friend, or you're my best friend kind of. Are you still experiencing this? Because I feel like like a toddler bit, yeah. But the good news is, is I'm now Tommy's best friend. He says, "Mummy, you're my best friend," and I'm very happy to keep the best friend language going at this point. (laughs) He, yeah, like that was really upsetting him. At the time, you know, when, you know, his best friend, his bestie of all besties was saying, you're not my best friend anymore. Like, the other yeah, kid's yeah. my best friend. And what do you um, It seems to have settled a little bit, but yeah. they still, and I was talking to another couple of mums about this too, and they were saying it's a real thing for them too. Yeah. Yeah, yes, they just try and find their territory and their friendship groups and, yeah, their varying connections that are in and out. Yeah. And, yeah, they're definitely testing boundaries, that's for sure. Oh, wow. And, you know, you're not my best friend because you hit me today or you got me wet or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Has Noah been upset about it? Yeah, well, he's got a best friend at school and I'm really – and she's just beautiful. She's a little girl. Um, and funnily enough, actually, I studied in China with her mum. For those listening, I studied oh, Chinese oh, wow. for a number of years. Um, and so the mum and I studied in at the same university when we did exchange. So we knew each other before um, yeah. the school and um, and now our kids are best friends, which is really beautiful. Um, but yeah. I'm just as much as possible trying to encourage Noah. I'm like, yeah, she's okay. She's your best friend. But like, yeah. who else can be your best friend and maybe who else yeah. – play with and because for that reason what if you know you can't control how children are and I think it's important for them to have as many connections as possible I couldn't agree more Tommy is so I'll be like did you play with so-and-so today no they're not my best friend and it breaks my heart that at such a young age like he has no interest I mean but it is the way that we build relationships you connect with some people and you don't connect with others and that's starts from as young as probably one or two really you know in terms of who you're connected to and form a bond with but just this adamant of I'm not even going to talk to him or he's not coming to my party or you know I just think no we're going to knock that out of you quick smart boy 100% because I remember a while ago I know Tommy had a best friend yeah and they were inseparable is that still the case now yeah, so they felt they they did drift for a little yeah. bit, which was probably the hard period that I was talking about. But they yeah have come back mm. together. Tommy Tommy's a follower. So he uh, he follows the louder, cheekier, uh, more boisterous kids yeah. and loves that and becomes yeah. silly. But I think it was starting to get a bit too much for him. The louder, bigger personalities, and yeah. his bestie is probably a similar. Um, personality to him and they've just naturally kind of come back together. I think it's a very safe friendship. They've just got similar energy. Mm. Um, So, yeah, they're, they're back together. It's, yeah, it is hard with children and also just trying your best to kind of, you know, reinforce, you know, and try to guide them and steer them in the right direction. I know, Liv, even from your experience, um, your mum did a similar thing in your primary school years where she was like, oh, I don't know about this particular friend. I don't know if it, you know, talk to us about that. Like, Yeah, mum, mum didn't like a couple of the friends that I had in probably grade five, grade six. Mm. 
and rang the school and asked that, you know, in the pre-planning of classes, probably going into grade six, that I would be in a different class to that person. And, you know, I look back on that and go, well, now I I, I get it. I totally get it and I can see why. I knew at the time because I used to listen in to all mum's phone calls. I'm (laughs) sure so many of us used to do that, you know, when you'd have to time the pickup at the same time. Mum would always talk to this one other mum and I'd be just fuming on the other end of the phone. She would probably hear me breathing and was yeah. doing it deliberately just so I knew. Cunning as hell. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, you have to do, you know, you always do what's right for your child, oh, right? And, you know, we're all probably going to have to make similar phone calls or do similar things yeah. to make yeah. sure that they're surrounded by the right people because they're just so susceptible oh. to you know, learning different behaviours that might not be the ones that, yeah, we deem as suitable or totally. you know, like, it would be a really challenging thing to navigate. I just keep yeah. saying to Tommy, just back on the he's not my best friend, yeah. that you're not going to be with all of these people. Like you're going to community kindergarten, you're going to daycare, yeah. you're going to go to a primary school in two years. Yeah. These kids are not going to your primary school, honey. Yeah. Like you're going to have to meet new friends. You have to be, we've got to start learning that now. You can't yeah. be close to hospital. Oh. It's a simple world for these four-year-olds. Totally. I don't get that. But, no, you know, you just got to keep messaging the right values, don't you? Oh, 100%. Like to your to the point about, well, you know, your experience as a child, I'd be the same with Noah. Like if I was noticing yeah. that all, okay, I'm not, you know, perhaps he was becoming friends with people that their values weren't aligned to mine or whatever it looks like, yeah. I would be doing everything that I could just to kind of steer yeah. in what I believed was the better direction. You do what you can as a parent. I will not hesitate to do the no. exact same thing as no. what yeah, mum did. And I'm sure she probably did it, yeah, more than once. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. the once that I can really obvious, yeah, I can recall very vividly. Yeah, yeah, um, no. Yeah. It's um, you know, you, you do you do your best for your your children. I um actually asked a few people, um, just some some friends. In, uh, what was some of the funny things their children did? So one of them, okay. So there's um a one kid in uh, Charlie's daycare who is he he just absolutely loves. But uh, I spoke to his mum more recently. She was like, oh um. So, yeah, crazy shit that my kid does. Where do I even begin? She goes, oh, um, did you hear about trying to f- actually flushing his um, clothes down the toilet? And I went, what? I care. And I was like, wait, what? She's oh. like, I just, he was just ripping his clothes off and putting them in the toilet and trying to flush them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Another one she said was, um, which is just like, she was like, oh, so, you know, we, he was in the car, hubby was in the front driving and, you know, the window was down and he kept just saying, shoe, hat, window, shoe, oh. hat, window. Oh, no. Nice. He was just saying like Keep a bunch everything <laughs> And then by the time they got home, he was like, hubby, you know, dad comes out and goes, oh, where's your shoes? And he's like, like the little ones just pointing out the window, being like, shoe, hat, window. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm like, how do you not notice that your kids just throw a whole heap of stuff out your window? However, oh, if you're. That's not me. I'm always road, imagining that happen. Like the comforter. Could, yeah. Imagine if the comforter yeah. that you can't yeah. buy because yeah. it's discontinued goes yeah. out the car window. <laughs> right. That'd be luck. Do you know the weird thing that's ha- that Harry's doing at the moment? Yeah. He tries to French kiss everybody his brother, his mum, his dad. He'll just come up and go straight on the lips. His favourite person to do it to is his brother who just screams blue murder. It's very cute, but I'm also like, can you put that tongue away? Like that does not need to go in my mouth, my ear, my nose, my eye. 
<laughs> your brother's eye, anywhere it's, on your brother's body. Oh like, I don't know. Like, just keep your lips to yourself, mate. Like, <laughs> it might be. I feel like if we spoke to anyone about it, they'd be like, oh, that's a developmental milestone, you know. I think it's, it's definitely a developmental milestone. Oh, yes. Yeah. Everything appears to be a milestone these days. Oh, my um, God. Oh, God. But anyway, so leading up to Christmas, um, where this is out, this is for those listening, our final episode actually. Oh, yeah, one more episode out after this one, um, but it's certainly our final Real Talk episode for the season. So, Liv, tell me, what are your plans for Christmas break? Oh, this is just the best time of year, isn't it? Bit oh. of Mariah, Christmas trees up, getting yes. the shopping done. Yeah. Uh, we're going to head back up to Queensland for a little bit, which oh, I'm yeah. slightly nervous about just given the temperamental weather we've all yeah. been experiencing on the Eastern Seaboard for a long time. So yeah. see how that goes. Otherwise, just beautiful family time. I'm taking, yeah, three to four weeks off work, which is right. just going to be bliss yeah um, I did it for the first time last year and just had a really good break took the kids out of daycare and just went to the beach and yeah. did yeah just spent time together before the year kicks off again and becomes mental so, yeah oh, I love that. can't wait to just eat lots drink lots yeah sit on a sun lounge hopefully read a book Maybe go for a run. I don't know. Yeah. Like, we probably should pick up the running dialogue from like season one. Like it's like New Year's resolution. Go for runs more again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try. 5K, catch 5K, I'm back. I will start it from one gen, not a day before. I will need to. What are you going to do? Beach? So, yeah, so we'll go to Warnable, um, where Jules' family's from, and then spend most of our time down in the Mornington Peninsula, which is where my parents um, have their place. And, yeah, lots of family time too. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's been such a crazy year, you know, with work, with the podcast, with so many things that are going on. Um, I super- can't believe we're here. Like time, oh. is it just going by quicker as we get older? It's I don't really know what it is, but it, I honestly feel like I just unpack, you know, Put the Christmas oh, tree away before yes. I put it back up again. It's oh, just 100%. bananas. Just hoping that, you know, moving forward, this COVID business is, you know, more and more behind us and we can just continue to yeah. you know, live our best lives. Sorry, um, what did you say? COVID? I'm done. That's so old school. <laughs> what? <laughs> so vintage. Um, oh, so, yeah. For those listening and who have been listening for um to us, you know, for for our, I don't know, we're nearly at 65 episodes. Um, thank you so much for all of your support and um and for your, you know, your um engagement on social media as well. For those of you who may have just joined us, well, you have about 65 episodes worth of content uh, to catch up on. So enjoy that over your Christmas break. Um, but we certainly will be back red hot for season five in the new year so really looking forward to it and we'll live and i will just continue to bring you more and more uh, random stories Can't wait. <laughs> thank you for the therapy guys <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you guys later see ya have a great festive season see you thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe leave us a review and share it with your friends want to contribute to the conversation hit us up on instagram at parenthood pod and join our Facebook group. Next week on the show. But certainly for me, on the daily, I'm like, I have this critical voice that says, well, you, mate, you're not enough. Your kids are all over the place. You haven't done a million things. Da-da-da-da-da. Until next time. Thanks for listening. The Parenthood Podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we produce on, the land of the Wurundjeri people.
we pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging.